probably open my stuff too. Indeed. And that's what we're start a recording with. <laughs> Yay! Hooray! All right, everybody. Welcome to another session of Dungeons and or Dragons. Did I ever actually upload the episode last week? Yeah. <laughs> no idea. No idea. Uh, I'm three weeks behind on podcasts, so I don't know. I haven't gotten there yet. Oh, my uh, web certificate expired. I thought I'd fix that. Well, poop. You are um, no longer certified for the internet, Christopher. <laughs> I did not. Uh, well, anyway, last time, uh, I'll have to get that all fixed after the session. It's annoying because I, I was pretty confident that I renewed that certificate, but, you know, okay, sirrah, sirrah. All right, so last time you all uh, embarked on your journey to find uh, the old woman in the mountains that Brindley's parents made a deal with to make Brindley uh, recover from her illness. So you all made your way through the haunted woods, um, uh, finding yourself uh, in an unsettling and tough fight against a weird sort of forest ghost spirit thing mm -hmm. uh, that set your tents on fire uh, and turned into a, a bigger, nastier ghost once you thought you'd gotten rid of it. Uh, but you were able to fight it off without issue. You continued traveling, uh, making your way through the, to the ruins of Clefalia, um, where you found an old castle that you explored, uh, finding signs of uh, fire and uh, the former inhabitants. You made your way across a rickety bridge and found a telescope that allows you to not, uh, which allows you to see into uh, the uh, the Shadowfell and the Feywild, which uh, Nithis was very excited about. I am very excited about this development. Very exciting. You uh, continue to make your way uh, towards the mountains, uh, and fighting off uh, wild animals and the like that were well beneath your station. Hmm. Uh, until you eventually found your way to a river that Brindley recognized and suggested you all follow up. Uh, so you followed the river up, and before you knew it, uh, there was snow on the ground, uh, and then it became sort of whiteout conditions. Uh, and as you followed along this river, you um, came to a point where there was a hut and a, a uh, woman standing outside in front of it with a kind of the same color of skin that Brindley has now and long fingers with an extra knuckle, uh, white hair and uh, a grin on her face. And as you arrived, uh, she welcomed you all, uh, but mainly Brindley, who she called uh, Shiofra and welcomed her home. And that is where we pick up right there in media res with uh, <laughs> you all approaching the hut and the sag is said, uh, oh, Shelfra, welcome home. Uh, and she looks at the rest of you and says, um, brought company, did you, child? 
At least it was company and not lunch. Right. Uh, uh, Brinley? Yeah? Do you know what's going on? Nope. Okay. Hello! <laughs> <laughs> that may have been the friendliest that Nithis has ever said. <laughs> that must mean you want something from her. <laughs> yeah. To stay alive would be great. <laughs> uh, she ext- extends a hand in greeting. Um, there is a, uh, a small fire in front of her hut uh, with a big bubbling pot on top of it. Like human size big? Let's just be real here. <laughs> no, no. Like halfling size big, maybe. Oh, okay. That's fine then. Cobalt sized. <laughs> <laughs> and whatever pithy comments you were making, Sean, you were muted, so we didn't hear them. <laughs> I saw your mouth moving, but he's chewing. I was, I, I did say something, but it wasn't worthy of, of, of saying it out loud. <laughs> she says, "Um, well, come closer to the fire. It is cold out here, for those of you that are susceptible to such things." I kind of look over at this. Oh. I look at 88. What does he think? (laughs) 88 will approach. Mm -hmm. Uh, You, as you get nearer, as you get closer to the pot, um, you uh, there is some warmth around it. Uh, You smell something that smells like soup, perhaps, or a stew. This is inside the hut, right? No, no, this is out in front of it. Okay, all right, outside. Are we correct in understanding that you are the person... Uh, oh, God. Responsible? We, we are seeking an... We are seeking a wise woman who our friend's mother consulted when she was a sickly child. Would we be correct in assuming you are the person we are seeking? She says, I have helped many, it is true. She looks at Brindley and back at you. She says, but I do recall uh, some time ago, a woman coming, braving the cold with her infant child, yes. Why did you call her Shafra? Is that what she said? Uh, She says, a pet name, Derry. Why do you have a pet name for our friend? She says you ask a lot of questions. Well, that's and why I'm here. So can, ask I in, can I roll an insight check on that pet name nonsense? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Ah, oh. 22. Ooh. I got two 16s. Uh, she seems to be speaking the truth. All right. Or is very good at lying. <laughs> One In of the two. You Who can say? <laughs> she says, um, have you come here seeking a favor? Uh, no, but answers, yes. Well, there is a cost for everything, dearie. She says, I will see you one at a time. 
that is the way of things. If you seek a favor, whether that be information or something else. Why one at a time? We all have the same question. It is the way of things, dearie. You can also turn around and go back to where you came from if you do not wish to follow the way. <sighs> Caitlin hates these NPCs. <laughs> you know what? That was Nithis. <laughs> Nithis is not happy with it. This is silly. Caitlin <laughs> does it like creepy, powerful. No, she does <laughs> She says, you're free to have some soup. I will be in my hut awaiting the first of you. What's in the soup? She says, uh, a little of this, a little of that. Nothing objectable to your palate, I'm sure. Is it spicy? Uh, she, uh, she says, as bland as winter snow. And she walks into the hut, pointedly leaving the door open, uh, and vanishes inside. Huh. <clears throat> well, Brinley, do you feel comfortable going in there by yourself? I'm very confused and very nervous. Me too. Although you're emoting, that's crazy. I mean, you're saying you're emoting. <laughs> I don't like not knowing what's going on. Me too. That is the second thing I don't like. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, third thing. Third thing. One of the first was songs, right? Marching songs? Is that what it was? Uh, car ride songs. <laughs> and, then, and then also bumpy rides in the car. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Didn't I wasn't, wasn't a big factor of 88's research that you should never make a bargain with a hag. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we haven't bargained with her, right? Yeah. No. But that's the <clears throat> whole point of her, of this, of her talking to us one at a time. Well, yeah, which is why I think it's a terrible idea. <laughs> um. I am willing to go in first. Okay, what are you going to ask? I'm going to ask for a way to return Brindley to her former self. Okay. And if you don't get an answer to that, I'll ask the same question. You can also just chat when he comes back out. Yeah, that's how I'll know if he got an answer or not. Right. Good luck. Uh, I, did you say good luck? <laughs> okay. Uh, I am going to. Ooh. Hmm. I'm going to cast uh, protection from evil and good on myself, and then walk into the hut. Uh, as you uh, turn to walk into the hut, you see Brindley a few steps ahead of you enter. Oh fuck. She messaged me on Messenger. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The door shuts behind her. We need to do a better job of keeping an eye on Brindley. (sighs) We need to get Brindley back to herself so we don't have to keep as much of an eye on her.
The cold winds pick up, and you are unable to hear anything inside the hut. The door remains closed for a half an hour. All right. Um, the, so what did you do? The door to the hut opens, uh, and Brinley steps back out, leaving the door open behind her. How long was she gone? Uh, 30 or 40 minutes. Oh, that's a lot. Hey, Brinley. Hello. How, Is she still all snowy? What's that? Is she still all snowy? Yes. And witchy? <laughs> <laughs> she looks the same as she did when she came in. I had some good tea. Good tea? Mm-hmm. What else? Um, Bronwyn came here, my mom came here and made a bargain. Who in your mom? Bronwyn, that's her name. Bronwyn Torther. Oh, that's your mom's name. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's not a good sign. <laughs> did, you, did you just call your mom by her first name? I said her name because that is her name. Because Amanda just had to look it up to remember, and <laughs> I wanted to use it. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, insight on Brinley. Sure. Um, uh, what do I want to? Did you learn anything about the steal your mother made? Hmm. Yes. What did you learn? few things. Anything you'd like to share with us? Yeah. Oh, go ahead. We're ready. Oh, I can't. Why can't you? Uh, Because I'm not allowed. By whom? By her. What happens if you break that? Obviously, I'm not asking you to, but what happens if it were to happen? Well, I think she'd be very displaced. Fair enough. Um, Did you learn her name? No. Did you I ask? didn't ask. <laughs> I mean, that's not at all suspicious. We do that shit all the time. <laughs> to be fair. She wants to talk with one of you now. How do you feel about your mother? She's very nice. I like her. The hell of a question. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Let me pull up my leather chair here. Have a seat. Get comfortable. <laughs> um, well, uh, I'll shrug and I'll walk into the hut. All right. Can you take uh, our headphones out again? Nope, nope. You, 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 you all can listen. You just, you all can listen to each other. And obviously, when I post the episode, I guess you could cheat and go back and listen. But well, I'm gonna. Yeah. <laughs> the, is that cheating? It's recorded. <laughs> well, it would be the epitome of care or player knowledge. Not yeah. character. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, it'll be spoiling yourself on potential, potential, <laughs> potential things, but. 
I mean, let's be realistic. I say I listen to the episode. I won't. <laughs> so, you know, if anybody else listens to it, don't spoil it for me because I'm going to forget and it's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm going to be very surprised. You guys can gauge your surprise based on mine whenever whatever it is happens. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Mythos, <laughs> you go into the hut. The door uh-huh. shuts behind you. Ominously or just like a regular door? I mean, it does it on its own. You can read into the ominousness of that or not. <laughs> uh, the cabin or the hut is actually seems to be a little bigger on the inside than it is in the outside. Um, you find uh, in front of you a comfortable looking chair, uh, a table which has an empty teacup and saucer on it. And sitting on the other side of the table, you see the hag. She picks up the teacup and saucer and uh, sets it down. Uh, on a side table next to her and says uh, have a seat if you desire thank you for your hospitality so how does this work you come here seeking something from me Mm-hmm. Tell me what it is you want. I want to know if the Brinley before she got resurrected is completely gone. If this is a completely new person with uh, Brinley shaped memories. What is this information worth to you? I mean, where's your cost table? I mean, <laughs> what kind of what kind of bargaining are you looking for here? Oh, here's my Venmo. You, can... <laughs> <laughs> you want me to bake you a pie? Are you looking for someone to be murdered? Do you expect me to sell my soul? I mean, what level of bargaining are we looking at here? She's uh, such dark places your mind goes. Murder, soul selling. I mean, she I says, she says, is that what is that what this information is worth to you that you would go to such extremes? No, but also I want to make sure. Face first. I want to know what I'm getting into. What are you going to ask for here? She says, what are you willing to give? I don't know anything about hags. Would my character know anything at all about hags? No. Except for maybe what 88 told you from his research. What did 88 tell us from his research? I don't fucking remember. Not not a lot, really. Didn't really get much into the nature of hags, just that what was seeming to happen with Brindley seemed to be hag adjacent. (laughs) (laughs) Hag adjacent. Um... <laughs> Don't say anything, Galastarb. Ah, your brain's talking to you. <laughs> I, what is this? And she makes a strange sign with her fingers at you. And so she says, Exit my hut. You are not welcome here. Exit now. The door flies open. You're lucky because you have a Jiminy fucking. <laughs> 
uh, I, I stand up very slowly, slowly enough that I can say in my head, what the fuck, Avi? He says, exit the hut. I am doing this for you. You do not wish to make a bargain with this abomination. Okay, so I continue to slowly walk out. Uh, and the hag stands up and she's continuing to make this, like, this gesture at you with her fingers. And she says, be gone. Out of my hut. You are not welcome here. Okay, so I say to Avi as I continue to back up. Uh, and, uh, she picks up a gray staff that is next to her and points it in your direction. Leave now. Uh, whatever. Uh, so I, <laughs> but I, Avi, I want to know, does that mean that Brinley's an abomination now? Is your friend does not wish your friend does not attempt to make deals with you. So that's the difference? Now is not the time for a semantic discussion, Kalistar. Not now when you're talking to me. <laughs> all right, so uh, you all see Nith, the door of the hut flies open and, and like wind starts blowing out of it. And you see Nith this sort of backing out of it, um, just sort of with her hands up and the hag pointing a staff at her. Doesn't like the voice in my head. And I get closer to everybody and I'm like, the ancient voice in my head says that we definitely should not in any way make a bargain with that person. Like so much so that he just flipped out and had some sort of metaphysical fight with that thing, woman, person. Creature. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, so... I can't go back in. <laughs> you are wise not to, Kalishtar. Well, she certainly wouldn't let me if I even tried. I'm guessing the hag is still standing there with, uh, in, the, in the door with the staff or something. She retreats. She retreats back into the... But the door remains open. Friendly. Yes? Do you wish to return to how you were before your transformation. That's a complicated question. We have time. I mean, are you leaning more on the yes side or more on the no side? Like no, com like no actual decisions made, but which way are you lean in? Which way do you want to investigate? <laughs> what do I have to do to put you into a... <laughs> <laughs> Give me something. <laughs> I don't know. It would be easier. To what? go back to the way you were? Mm -hmm. Would it? Or would it be really hard to get you there? I don't know how hard it would be.
I don't know, guys. What do you What do you think we should do? As Brinley types. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we should make any deals with a hag. Yeah, I mean, especially since the ancient voice in my head, which, you know, ultimately likes to watch people suffer, said, hell no, don't do it. Well, it could also be that the ancient voice in your head just didn't want the hag to take its toy away. So, uh, If you call me a toy again, we're going to find out how hard a kobold needs to be punched to shut up. Okay? Thanks. Uh, yeah, so... But there's a there's another there's another party to whatever deal was made, which is Brinley's mother. So we could ask her what happened, and probably get a straight an straighter answer anyway than uh, than we get out of the ad, and certainly for cheaper. Yeah, I don't I don't know I don't think. I don't know. I, I trust the voice in my head because he gave me a house. <laughs> let me know about my family history, which I had no hope of ever discovering. So could be potentially evil, but also has been beneficial up till now. That's where I stand. I don't think we should make a deal with a hag. Yeah, I think any any anything we try to do here is going to result in, it's going to have a cost and probably a bad one. Not to mention whatever Brindley has already agreed to, which may have consequences for all of us. 88, how do you feel? I agree with Gwen. And I think that if Brindley is unsure what she wants to do, then it is better to wait. So head back to the carriage. Yeah, I think so. Friendly. Yes. Do you know if we will be able to leave here? Oh yes, you're not allowed to stay. Specifically. Well, that's good. Uh, Brindley, you're not staying, right? No. Okay, good. <laughs> I could if I wanted to, but I did not. The more preferences you have, the better I feel. Let's go! I kind of, I walk up to the door and I just kind of say, yeah, we're going to go now. Uh, you might want to close your door. And I walk back to everybody. I'm going to walk over to the door. Mm -hmm. Poke my head in. Excuse me. We have not been properly introduced. My name is 88. May I ask your name? She says, you may ask it. What is your name? <laughs> I choose not to answer. <laughs> that is unfortunate. I was hoping I may be able to contact you in the future in case we needed any information or assistance. Well, but without the, your name, I cannot do that. Then I am glad I have maintained my silence. 
<laughs> she Happy says, then, if you never see Brindley again, and I'll turn and walk out. She, you actually just hear a kind of a, a cackling laugh from inside the hut. <laughs> mm-hmm. Those are never good signs. <laughs> <laughs> I'll climb in the carriage. That was ominous. <laughs> um, as you get into the carriage, the, a lot of you are there. Uh, the snow picks up, uh, and there's just a whiteout of snow blowing past you. Uh, and when it clears, the hut is gone. All that coming. Kind of handy. All right. Brindley, did you get some answers? Okay. That makes it a worthy trip. Do we go visit your parents now? No. No? Mm -mm. Why not? I got one. Awesome. I'm glad you have preferences. <laughs> <laughs> I just want her to have preferences. I don't want to discourage this baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there anywhere you want to go? No, I'm sorry. Oh, you don't have to apologize. Well, you wanted me to have preferences. You've done great. Okay. Solid effort. Great. <laughs> um, you still got a dodge, right? <clears throat> yeah, but where are we going? <laughs> I don't. I don't remember the next or another. Quest thread. <laughs> 88, don't you have a friend around here? Oh yeah, we could visit Vodka. If you would like. We can certainly visit Vodka. We are about a day away, I believe. That sounds awesome. Maybe a little longer than a day, let me... Well, we are in the area. Two days? <laughs> uh, more like How, far do, how, how fast do we move? You can get about, um, on horse, I'd say you can get about 24 miles in a day. Oops, that's the wrong thing. So up river, I guess if you cross the river. So like three days, three to four. <clears throat> Well, we're not close to uh, running out of rations or anything, right? No. In the, in the absence of anything better to do. I like that. We are in the area. There's a lot of area that we have covered, and this is the closest we've been. Right? Yeah, let's go. I start leading the horses out of this snow trap and then towards vodka. All right, uh, so you start to head back downstream uh, following this 
you mountain. Can, you can leave a horse to vodka, but you, you can't make them drink. Boo. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> um so yeah, you uh you keep following down the river, the um cold sticks to you, the cold and the snow for hours. Uh with just these kind of driving winter winds uh and falling snow. It makes for a very miserable uh ride back. Um uh, and you get half a day um, when it's about time to break camp because, you know, you were half a day already to get here. Uh, and it's still snowing. Was it snowing this much whenever we got to this point earlier? Roll me a survival check. Oh, goody. Those are great. You usually do pretty good on those. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I totally have survival. <laughs> a lot. 23. Uh, no, it's definitely further than it was. Um, does the actual atmosphere, like the weather, does it seem like a system or does it seem magical? That's what I want to know. Yeah, you would guess much like before. It's, I mean, it's not, it's the wrong time of the year for snow at this elevation. So. Okay. Uh, I'm going to hit on the carriage and ask 88 to come up front. Okay. I come up. This is not normal snow, so just be on the lookout. It could just be that we're leaving her territory, but better safe than sorry. Agreed. So we continue on. It's time to break camp. I guess. Are you going to press forward past that? Oh, I'm sorry. I missed that part. Um, should we? What do you think, 88? Should we maybe just keep going? Isn't probably not best to push the horses too hard. In well, they this have to rest, though, right? Would for they... like half an hour. Oh, were we only there for like half an hour? You're there for like an hour. Oh, okay. Doesn't, doesn't Brinley's spell have a um, weather component to it? Brinley's spell. No, it just stealths to you. Oh, okay. I thought it was like nicer in there than outside. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think, 88? Should we stop? or? I think it would be best if we stopped. Okay. We will stop. Alright. Set up camp. All right, you make camp uh, in the snow. Since you don't have any tents, I assume you're going to have to... You have one tent. I forgot. That's right. 88 didn't have a tent out. So you have one tent uh, that you can set up. uh, Then you have the carriage. Um, It would probably be better if you all slept in the carriage. Will we all fit in the carriage? At least one of us will have to use it. Big enough for three people. Okay. It can easily fit on the ground with Winchester. Okay. You will be sleeping in the snow. I mean, in the ground of the carriage. Oh, I forgot to change my bed. That is called a floor. (laughs) (laughs) Getting back chatter from the. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right. Well, we sleep in the carriage. Mm-hmm. You, uh, it's not, I don't think. <laughs> it doesn't happen that easily. <laughs> One of you is going to have to sleep outside, I think. I'll be, I'll be in the driver's seat keeping watch. Okay. All right. Um, make me three perception checks, Matthew. A 24. 15. And 24. Nice. nice. Good rolls. Nice. Um, yeah, you, you make camp. Um, you keep watch. Nothing seems to be sneaking up on you or anything like that. Though occasionally when the wind blows particularly hard, you just hear this that same cackling on the edge of it. Creepy. The witch's cackle or the yeah. spirit from the other now? Okay. No, the witch's, the witch's cackle. Creepy. Um, but soon enough, it is, um, it is morning and, uh, you are free to travel again. Cool. I'll get us started. You want to make survival again? Uh, yes. Well, only if you're trying to keep track of the weather, because otherwise you just follow the river. So there's no real. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll just follow the river then. Mm -hmm. Is it, it's still snowing though, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, what do y'all talk about in the in the carriage? Brindley and Gwen and eighty-eight. I say yeah, I'd go out on the uh, on the uh, drivey part mm. for this morning. Okay. The drivey part, you know. The drivey part. You know what that's. You know what I mean. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. Eighty-eight is going to be reading to himself unless Gwyn wants to do something else. I think I'd just be kind of plinking along on my lute, playing a song, and alternating between that and reading my dragon anatomy book. Um, uh, about halfway through the day, um, uh, after hours and hours of just snow after snow after snow, the snow finally gives way to summer. Uh, and you find yourself uh, traveling down the uh, uh, down a unfrozen river. Um, and as you look behind you, you see no sign of the snow behind you. It is, it is gone. I wave. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you very quickly grow hot and uncomfortable in the winter clothing you are wearing, and uh, to, you know maybe take off your cloaks and your your winter parkas that Blair had packed for you. It's shed all of that extra stuff. Uh, and it is a gorgeous summer morning. Um, 
<laughs> and as you near the end of the day, you catch sight uh, once again of uh, the, as you come out of the foothills uh, of the great river stretching in front of you. Um, you see uh, sails, uh, uh, sails on the horizon from ships that are uh, using the wind to go upstream. Uh, and you see ships traveling downstream with uh, unaided, unaided by the wind, sails down. Uh, along with a couple of barges that are pooled by what looks like oxen and horses and donkeys along the side of the river. Cool. Um, I know where to go to get to vodka. 88 does. 88 does. Follow the river eastward. Mm -hmm. um, how are you going to get your carriage across the river? Oh. Oh. Is someone to forward it? The no. ferry? Or like a ferry? No. F-E-R-R-Y, because you know we're <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> now I'm just imagining a, a ferryman fairy who's you know, just like, you know, <laughs> that big, but is like just sitting there on the dockside smoking a cigarette, being like, yeah, I'll take you across the river. <laughs> uh, there isn't a ferry because people, there's no road. People would um, be taking, would be traveling uh, across the river um, on, on boat. Uh, oh, Duncan. Um, what you could do is maybe see if you could negotiate um, some passage upstream across the river on one of the barges that are going by. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll probably take care of that. Because I know sailors. Mm-hmm. You know the the language of the sailors. It's basically just inserting curses every other word. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you gonna take me up the fucking river or fucking what? <laughs> Sounds like a worker. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> um, uh, it's also about time to make camp again for the day. So, um, I leave it up to you. What order you want to do those things in? Um, I'll, I'll head, I mean, we're close enough to walk down to the river, right? Yeah, yeah, you're, you're basically at the confluence of the river you're following in the Great River, so. Okay. I mean, I'll head on down to the river mm -hmm. and see if I can flag anybody down to talk to him. Okay, um, there's a, a barge, uh, after, you, you see a barge that you're able to intercept, uh, you see a, a team of, of, uh, horses and whatnot, uh, pulling it uh, up the up the river. Mm -hmm. um, oh, well, I guess they would probably be on the other bank. Let me think about that. Okay, uh, huh, yeah, the horses would be on the other side of the river because there's no rivers coming in from the north side. <laughs> so yeah, you, you, you see a slow moving sail, sail, uh, sailing boat coming up the river uh, laden with goods uh, with a couple of uh, Crewmen working the rigging that you can see within shouting distance. All right. Um, hey, y'all. Uh, 
Uh, one of the uh, one of the crewmen, uh, a uh, kind of weathered-looking elven woman, uh, looks at him and says, "Hello there." She says, uh, "She says as you uh, fr- from the ship as it slowly kind of goes up the river past you. Uh, what do you need?" Uh, wonder if we could bargain passage to get that way. She says, uh, I had something we could do. She says, she looks at your carriage and, uh, I guess who's it, uh, Brindley that's on the driver's seat with you now, or is it? Uh, I've hopped down and gotten in the back when we got near people. <laughs> she says, um, uh, just you, the horses, the carriage. Uh, I've got three companions. She says, how far are you going? Um, how far do we need to go? Are there two Fords? Yeah. Two Fords we have to Ford? mm-hmm. uh, we're trying to get to Vatka. Oh, she says, uh, okay, you're heading to Vatka. Well, uh, she says, we're, uh, we're meeting up with a, a caravan heading to Altaria, so we should be going right by there. So. Cool. Um, how much for passage? Let's take a look. You have the sailor background, Palin? Uh, no, I have a marine yeah. background. Uh, yeah, makes sense. Because you lied about being a sailor. <laughs> I, was a sailor. I was a sailor. I just, it, I was a sailor in the military, <laughs> is what it was. Um, let me look at how long it takes the book. Uh, passage costs here. I've got a, a table for this. Everybody has a table for this. Everyone has a table. And you get a table. And you get a you table. table. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Silver piece per mile per person. So uh, so let's call it <clears throat> 77 gold pieces. Uh, seven, uh, seven gold pieces for each of you. Okay, we can do that. She nods. Uh, she calls out, and the ship uh, drops sail and weighs anchor. Uh, and a couple of uh, long planks gets uh, slid down from the side of it onto the ground. Uh, Sturdy-looking, weathered pieces of boards that you think will have no problem supporting the weight of you and the uh, carriage and the horses. Does eighty-eight weigh more than the carriage? No. No. Okay. I thought there was a way, but it's worth an ask just to be sure. Um, Okay. Well, I'll go. um, I'll round everybody up and tell them to get on the barge. When I get out of the carriage, I look like Nitharan. Oh, like her sister? (laughs) No (laughs) warning. Uh, the uh, sailor, the sailor, by the way, who, who uh, comes down and uh, introduces herself to you, Nithis is Thana. Uh, uh, nice to meet you. <laughs> she looks over at uh, Brindley and says, "Oh, is that your? Uh, is that your sister?" <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would appear to be. <laughs> she says. Uh, she looks at 88 and uh, Gwen in the carriage and she says, uh, 
hate to pry, she says, but you, you some sort of noble or something? No. She says, well, it's just you got an Altarian bodyguard and uh, a bard with you. It's kind of unusual company to be keeping. <laughs> We're adventurers. It's always unusual company, right? <clears throat> she nods uh, and then kind of looks at the... Uh, um, carriage again. Roll me a persuasion check. We found it and <laughs> fixed it up. I don't honestly believe I'm royalty or or, or that's no. Why it, that's why it's persuasion and not deception. <laughs> Living that Marquesian life. Uh, 17. Okay. My deception's even better though. I should have gone with a lie. <laughs> <laughs> she says, uh, okay, okay, adventurer. She says, no harm intended. Uh, she says, uh, just curious all. She says, quite a strange sight seeing you here in the middle of nowhere, but I suppose that does track with an adventure and lifestyle. Yeah. Adventures bring you weird places. And suddenly my sister is talkative. <laughs> okay. Um, Nithis will begin to work on getting the horses on the boat. All right. So it takes a little while, but you get them loaded up. They ask for the payment up front. Okay. Uh, it was seven each. Seven each. And one of you. Oh, I don't have any money. I, I will cover Bradley. <laughs> I don't have money or gear. I keep forgetting that. Right. All right. So uh, you get loaded on. You get a couple of um, just kind of uh, interested looks from the other sailors, but people give you your distance. They, uh, um, excuse me. They, uh, yeah, they take passengers all the time and they know better than to pry too, pry too deep. So. Um, and it's uh, before you know it. It is um, nightfall, uh, and the uh, they say, uh, "Well, you can sleep in your carriage, or uh, we got some hammocks we can hang up here for you. Your choice." I'll take a hammock. I really want to sleep in a hammock. I go in the carriage because I have. How long has it been since we got on? Like an hour, two hours? It's like yeah, just a couple hours. Okay, yeah, because I've had to cast uh, Disguise Self twice. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you're in the carriage. What about you, idiot? Uh, I will be in the carriage with Brindley. Okay. So you all um, uh, make your... You, the, the nice thing about this, though, is that even when you're resting, you're still moving, so... Uh -huh. Uh, so the ship continues on as you all um, rest for the evening. Um, are you keeping watch? I'll be, I mean, I'll just be generally alert. Mm -hmm. All right. Roll me a perception check. The dupe. 21. Okay. Uh, yeah. Nobody seems to bother you that night. Uh, it seems to be a good crew. Uh, all right, so you uh, 
continue continue onward into the 27th of Sylvian, a rest day. It is fantasy weekend. <laughs> fantasy weekend. Uh, when Brinley wakes up that morning, uh, 88 is going to <clears throat> uh, pull out the bow that Brinley gave him. And it's partially, the decorations are partially finished. And he will say, Brinley, I was wondering if you would like to make any adjustments to the design and the carving you want in your bow. No, I think it looks really pretty, 88. So I should finish it as you originally intended. Mm -hmm. I will do that today, then. All right. Mm -hmm. From being on the ship yesterday, um, is Thana like in charge? Uh, uh, you, you get the idea that she's not the captain, but is probably either the first mate or the bosun. Well, the next, I guess, the next morning, I'll seek her out, mm -hmm. um, and you know, see if she wants, because most. Most sailing ships, there's some kind of musical accompaniment that goes. <clears throat> yeah, they've been singing sea shanties as they work, so uh, I... in, in harmony um, about something called a Wellerman. Um, <laughs> they've been singing it along to the clock they keep, just the tick tock of the clock. They've been <laughs> singing their sea shanties. So I'm going to ask her if she, if um, if I can join in on the on the music. If it would be helpful or if it would be harmful to there. She says, Do you know do you know some music? No, but I can I'm sure I could pick it up pretty quickly. She I says, don't think I've done a lot of sailing in my mountain. <laughs> you you well no, you sailed a long way to get to Oh, that's true. That's true. So I suppose I would know some of them. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, she says I mean she says the only thing I gotta say is if you're singing, you gotta work. So uh <laughs> Find something to do if you want to join in. <laughs> Beats sitting around. She's like, it's a good attitude to have, she says, if you want to give up the adventuring life. It's just, so much fun though. <laughs> she says, she says, you know it's not you know it's nicer than adventuring, right? But living past five years from now. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Wow. <laughs> well. Would it? No. That would that would almost double my age. <laughs> he says I died like two weeks into it. <laughs> <laughs> she says, uh she says, you know, there's riches involved, of course, but uh she says for most people it's a one way death sentence, so <laughs> All right. Well, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> I'm having too much fun to give it up for now. Have it. Everyone's having too much fun with it until they're not. Yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll try to find something that involves not strength but dexterity, <laughs> where I can be helpful and sing along. Uh, yeah, yeah. They got yeah. They got you pushing brooms and running riggings and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> um, after uh, 
after that, uh, Nithis, what are you doing during the day? Um, probably um, making sure that the horses are all good. Mm -hmm. Checking the tack, that sort of thing. Yeah. At some point during the day, I go, eat. Yes, Brindley. Have you sent letters from Cardelia to Vodka? Yeah, he just, he, he just sent one on the strip, actually. But from oh. Carthalia to Vodka? No, I have not. Why do you ask? I was just wondering because I was thinking I had that mirror mm -hmm. that my mom and I would talk to each mm -hmm. other on. And it's been a couple of weeks since she heard from me on it. Would you like me to contact your mother? I was thinking I'd write her a letter. I suppose I could buy a paper bird in town, right? You could. I will do that. I can also use a send sending spell if you would like. Yeah, okay, no, you're right. Um. You can tell her that that I was robbed, but okay. I should and not tell her that you died. Probably not. She'd probably not take that well. Um, and also, more information will come later, because sending spells are not long. That is correct. I only have 25 words. Okay. Robbed, not murdered. <laughs> but don't mention murder. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, best not to mention murder at all. Best not to mention the murder. All right. I will uh, spell real quick. Okay. So I will. Uh, think about Brinley's mother, Bronwyn, and uh, see verbal somatic material. Okay, touch my holy symbol, which glows, and recite the spell and say, Bronwyn, this is 88. I am messaging you via magic to let you know. Brindley was robbed and no longer has the magic mirror. But she is fine. Goodbye. Um, and when the sender gets the message and they talk, they get 25 words. You get 25 words back, right? That is correct. But she wouldn't know that. But you just hear, so you just hear it back in your head, Arthur, <laughs> Brindley was robbed. The mirror is gone. 88 said she's okay, but I think she might not be. <laughs> no, that's all he said. <laughs> yeah, I know that's, I, that's enough. <laughs> She received your message. 
Oh, good. I hope she's, uh, you know, reassured. <laughs> nope. She sounded quite upset. Hmm. Should I message her again? One second. I am going to quickly cast uh, the sky self and then put my head out of the carriage and go, um, Nethless? Yes? Uh, can you come here, please? Okay, I will go there. To where Brindley is assuming the form of your sister. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just letting it ride. So <laughs> letting it ride. What's up? Sis? Oh yeah, is that weird? <laughs> <laughs> that was the first person I thought of because you know you were there and she looks like you. I get it. Still startling. You should give people warning before this happens again. Just saying. Okay. Yeah. What's up? What can I help you with? Was it startling today too, or was that alright? I never got over my startle yesterday, but we're getting there. It's fine. Okay. Um, 88 and I were talking to Bronwyn, my mother. Okay. Um, and she was very upset. And we need somebody to tell us maybe a better way to go about speaking with her. You need a normal translator. <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> we told her that I was robbed. We did not mention anything about murder. That's a good start. It's a very good start. Uh, so you want to message her again? We were thinking we probably should. Do you think we probably should? What did she, 88 said she sounded upset. She sounded upset, 88? Yes. Um, I don't know that there's anything you're going to do for an overprotective mother to calm down when you've told her her daughter was robbed. Uh, you could send a message that's, um, Brinley is safe and with us, and we're having fun, if you'd like that. Oh, maybe say, what if... You clarify and say my room was robbed and you were not there. It's good. It's good. I mean, if, as long as you're okay lying to your mother. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Go for it. That's great. I do not think that lying to one's mother should be encouraged. <laughs> it's fine. It depends on what the lie is. This one's just going to make her mom feel cool. It's not going to hurt anybody. Yes, the outcome is good. Okay. I will cast sending again. <laughs> Ronwin, this is 88. Brinley wanted me to tell you that her room was robbed. She was fine. We are having fun. You may respond. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> 
I love it so much. Oh. <laughs> How many I love I love it starts with this is eighty-eight as if who the hell else would be talking into her head from far, far away. And also you may respond, but no mention of the 25 words. Nope. So. <laughs> I ran out. <laughs> oh, 88. It's good to hear that Brindley is really okay. I hope that you tell her that we love her and very importantly, tell her Your parents say that they love you and there was something very important that they wanted to tell you but the spell cut off. Hmm. I will cast I can cast sending once more today. It's like having a conversation on Verizon. (laughs) Do you think that's important? Well, they said it was important. They said it was quite important. They have weird ideas of importance. I will cast it again. (laughs) Bronwyn, this is 88. Please repeat that very important thing you were going to say. You only have 25 words. How is waffles? I ad-libbed that last part. I thought yeah. it would be something Brinley might ask. <laughs> no, All that's right. good. She responds back. Tell her her friend Gwen is a liar. He stole her mirror and contacted us yesterday. Don't trust him, mom. <laughs> They did not mention waffles in their reply. (laughs) (laughs) However, your mother says that Gwen stole your mirror and contacted her yesterday. Did Gwen steal my mirror while I was dead? I do not believe so. More than likely, someone took on Gwen's appearance and used the mirror. Hmm. Why would they contact her? Yeah, why are... Why? That means they know enough about us that one, that mirror goes to Brinley's parent, and two, Gwyn is, I don't like this at all. They know way too much about us, whoever this is. I will poke my head out of the carriage and look for Gwyn. You see him like climbing a net with uh, like, uh, with like something in his mouth. <laughs> Gwyn, could you join us for a moment? Mm-hmm. And I finish my scurrying 
and then I do my thing and then I come join them. There are some cool, cool songs these guys know. They are most entertaining to listen to. Glenn, did you rob my dead body? <laughs> what? <laughs> no. When? Bronwyn says you did. What? Your mother? Mm -hmm. Why? Why is? Why in the world would your mother say I did that? Because you contacted her via the mirror. I was in the I was in the carriage with you guys the whole day. No, presumably there's points where you snuck yeah, off. Yeah, like went to the bathroom. Yeah, I guess yeah. <laughs> I don't think it was you, but it's very weird. It's that is very strange. I wonder if it was when or just another <laughs> another kobold with my kobold, similar, yeah, sorry. <laughs> similar looks. <laughs> she only uh, met you once. Yeah. Are Zori, you certain? Are you certain that Zori is dead? Well, she certainly looked very dead. But she was no, she wasn't an illusionist. Um I mean I suppose it could have been her, but it could have been anybody that we met or that I met too. I can't think of anyone that Zori is really the only one that would know where that mirror goes and know me. Well, I think we should contact Bronwyn again tomorrow and ask her what Gwen said. Gwen. That's a good idea. Okay. Are you out of sending spells for the day, 88? Yes. <clears throat> well, yeah. What an interesting day this turned out. Disturbing. I think it's interesting. <laughs> well, yeah, but you're not the bad guy in the story. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's besmirching my good name. Kind of, I guess. <laughs> and we're all just sitting in a carriage on a boat looking at each other. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Silence. Uh, and while you look at each other in silence, let's take a five minute bio break. So. Okay, sweet. All right, so you all are sitting there in a carriage awkwardly looking at each other. Yeah, fortunately, I don't have spending on sending on my list, so. I also do not. Mm -hmm. I will pretty sure. What was that, Caitlin? I'm getting out of the carriage. Oh. I'll get out of the carriage, too, since I did make myself look how I wanted to look. Mm-hmm. Some time out of the carriage before I had to hide in it, because I don't have any more spell slots. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go ahead and get back to work. All right, you Good start one. climbing Riggings. 
singing once more about when the Wellerman will come huh. to bring us tea, whiskey, and rum. <laughs> Adding a nice, uh, nice soprano to all the contra altos and basso voices out there. <laughs> <laughs> Let us tea. stand by the as the ship and watch the ocean, either the, not the ocean, the uh, river. <laughs> yeah, you watch the shore go by. <laughs> Any, what about you? I go back to working on Brinley's bow. Okay. And Nithis? Um, I'm just going to enjoy the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. It's been a while on a boat. Mm -hmm. um, after a little bit, Nithis, Thana comes over to you. What? Just Thana, the... Uh, elven person that you negotiated with she comes she comes over to you and just says uh she says uh you've been a sailor before haven't you yeah she says i can tell by your stance mm -hmm. nice being on a boat again she nods she says uh how long have you been doing the adventuring thing for well by myself, I think it's been like a year, but we've been with these guys like what a month, month and a half. Uh, see, it's the end of Sylvian now, and you all started the beginning of planting, so it's been about two months. Died so fast. <laughs> Time flies. Right. <laughs> oh, was planting okay. Yeah, he started the seventh of planting. I tell her about two months of these guys. She says, uh, yeah, she says, it's funny how the, when you're on the, that lifestyle, how the month seems like a year. Did you used to be an adventurer? She nods. She says, I did it for about nine months or so. Didn't end well? Not for the people I was adventuring with, anyway. I heard that story before. They're outside. You're going to kill me and rob us. <laughs> uh, she says, uh, she says, uh, we uh, were investigating this cult of driders that were trying to pray to some old god or something like that, and well, we got most of them, but they got most of us. Were you able to stop the cult? She <laughs> says, yeah, we were able to stop the ritual, but what cost? Yeah. Yeah. She says, so then I went and spent my riches on getting extraordinarily drunk in some extraordinarily nice places for a while. Mm-hmm. She says, and then ended up back here on the boat, you know, when that ran out. So, yeah. she says, Fair. at least, uh, she says, at least I know a thing or two whenever some hapless raiders try to pirate the ship. Um, can I tell what level she would be? Like, is she like, 
fresh under level five or like <laughs> roll me an insight check yeah badass check yeah roll a check of badassery that's what I want. see what her proficiency bonus is you said insight yeah oh nope. 11 uh you get the idea that she nine months of adventuring she's probably she's got some levels under her belt yeah i mean you guys have been adventuring for two months and you're ninth level yeah and our last campaign it only actually lasted in real time like what six months uh no that one's actually stretched out a little bit longer it ran... we had that period of time where we skipped through you had like four months you skipped but even with that you know so e even if you take away those four months it was still like a year and a couple months hmm. okay well uh, a good a couple of months of that was just spent on um <laughs> your pleasure yacht at the end <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> That's right. <clears throat> so you're happy now doing this? Uh, she says content. Yeah. She says, uh, I mean, there's nothing that compares to the thrill of the thrill of the adventuring lifestyle. Mm -hmm. It is very exciting. Speaking of exciting, how are things back uh, west on the river? Not well, she says. Uh, Carlson and Van Felden's completely, completely shut off uh, from downstream, she says, which means Carthalia is completely shut off from downstream and Pericles as well. Huh. well she says, uh, she says, we've seen an increase in a uh, Caravans going from uh, Timar, Bahari up to Carthal, she mm -hmm. says. But of course, you know, going inland like that can be dangerous. Uh, that and the uh, God's damn Telvian Navy has the uh, whole Gulf blockaded too. So mm. it's not not looking good, she says. Uh, I think. Uh, well, I think uh, we'll be uh, imperial merchants probably in the next year or so, the way things are going. Wow. Huh. That's crazy to think about, isn't it? She nods. She says, I don't think, I don't think Carthalia or Pericles stands a chance. She says, oh, I, you know, I thought that for a couple years now, and they're still hanging on. Mm -hmm. She says, but yeah, this latest aggression, she says, uh, it's, it's not good. She says, uh, they've uh, really utilized the Western marches better than anybody would have given them credit for. She says, that said, though, I don't think there's a chance in hell of them getting to Altaria. Which, between you, me, and the ship's floor, I think I think that's really where they have their eyes set. Really? She says, what would they want with a pissant country like Carthalia or Pericles? 
She says, everyone knows Altaria is where the real wealth is in this continent. Does that mesh with what I know of the direction that Windhaven is going? Um, Isn't it just more for more sake? It's more for more sake, but you, I mean, you would not be surprised if, I mean, obviously they want Carthalia and Pericles in there to start paying tribute to the, you know, newest, newest of next nations, but, um, you know, they, they, there's other ways they could have gone, uh, but <laughs> the way that their expansion has gone is it's been pointing closer and closer towards Altaria as the years have gone by. So it's not a bad theory, though. You know, you're you were never at the level that really were involved with the planning that far ahead. Sure. Hmm. I pop into the uh, the carriage to recast. Just try yourself and pop that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Thalen kind of looks, notices Brinley go into the carriage and hears her yell something loudly in there and come back out. Um, she says, uh, mind if I ask you a question? And you can, of course, don't have to answer, but is, there, is your uh, sister of some sort of malady we should know about? No, she's just real shy. She Mm -hmm. says, uh, the rest of you all seem pretty social, but she Mm -hmm. really seems to like that carriage. Yeah, just real shy. (laughs) She says, well, I better get back to work before the sailors see me. Lounging around. Yeah, I get you. I'm gonna go ahead and relax again. Mm-hmm. Like being on a boat. All right. All right. So it's uh, it gets to be nighttime again. Um, what do y'all do? I will probably hanging out in the carriage because I'm out of. Disguise <laughs> Naturally. Do we want to do sendings? Do our nightly sending? Oh, yeah. It hasn't been a day yet. Oh, okay. Same day. Same day. Yeah, we did in the morning. Um, I'm going to enjoy my sleep on my hammock. It's very comforting. It's what you know. <laughs> I'm going to curl up on one of the benches in the uh, carriage. Okay. Um, You all make camp for the evening. Or, I guess, sleep for the evening. Mm -hmm. We make boat for the evening. All right, you wake up. It's the 28th of Sylvian. It's a week's end. Uh, you're a few hours out from where they're going to drop you off to head to Vodka. Friendly, I have finished the decorations on your bow. I really like it, I am glad. It's very pretty.
So are we going to do sendings this morning? As soon as 88 pushes the long rest button, we can do three more sending spells. <laughs> 88, you know how disturbing it is when, when you talk about yourself in the third person. Sorry, I just have to push my reset button. <laughs> uh, so are we all gathering in the carriage? Mm -hmm. Nephis, look at my bow. Awesome. Isn't it cool? Is it like water theme? Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Good job, idiot. Thank you. So you wish for me to send to your mother and ask what Gwen said to her via the mirror. Yes. Bronwyn, this is 88. <laughs> what did Gwyn say to you when he messaged you via the magic mirror? Please respond. You have 25 words. And he has to say that out loud, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, good morning, 88. <laughs> is 88 one or two words? I'm counting it as one. Okay, because <laughs> it's hyphenated. It's hyphenated. Uh, that dastardly Gwyn. Uh, said he thought it was a regular mirror and was checking how he looked and not to worry. I think that was 25. She says that the Gwyn who spoke to her claimed that he believed it was a regular mirror and was merely checking his appearance. So whoever stole the mirrors fucking idiot basically yeah they and didn't I'm, know it's magic yeah i'm guessing they didn't know it was magic and just happened to look close enough like me that yeah can you ask her if they said they were Gwen? also you don't have to introduce yourself every time you might want to save a couple of words i feel it is polite to let her know who is calling <laughs> you're, the, you're the only being that's going to be speaking to her in magically. The first that is not necessarily. You haven't case. met any of her friends before. You don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> but do you, you don't, you don't necessarily introduce yourself every time you start a new paragraph. So. You introduce yourself every time you send a new letter. Maybe just let 88 do the sending, since he's the only one who can do the sending. <laughs> All right. What are you saying, 88? Follow you. Before I send it, would it be worthwhile to do a thorough examination of Gwen's belongings, just so that we can say definitively he does not have the mirror? I'm gay. Sure. Not gonna force anybody, but you're cool with it. Yeah, I hand over my 
just assume everything's in my bag of holding. I hand over my bag of holding. Turn all right. So, out. All right. You turn it inside out. Out falls a water skin, a warhammer, a torch, a tinderbox, some studded leather armor. Well, that's you're wearing that. A stick, <laughs> some rations, a, a rapier, a quiver, a platinum ring of nuts on your finger, uh, a python, an oil flask, a uh, mastiff. Oh, you, that's your dog. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what were you there? Yeah. Uh, a loot, a lance, some holy water, a hand axe, a small hammer, crowbar, a nice set of clothing, a bedroll, a bag of ball bearings, like a thousand of them. <laughs> um, but no mirror. I pick up the quiver and I go, when can I have this? No, I, I think I'm wearing that. That's not necessarily in the bag. Oh. <laughs> Because that's where I keep my arrows. arrows. My oh. bow. <laughs> I guess that's fair. How, how would you use your bow? You carry it around? I, I just never heard you really use your bow. You only use it like once, maybe twice. It does. I yeah, I haven't used it since you died. But mm. Sorry, yes. Yeah, so, yeah, the quiver, I guess, would be on your person. Yeah. Can I buy some arrows off of you? <laughs> sure. I don't have any money. I forgot it. <laughs> I will give her 10 of my arrows. Um, is your bow a long bow or a short bow, Bentley? Long bow. Oh, the, he, he only has short bow arrows. Ah, uh, never mind. They're very wee. Mm. Um, I'm not even proficient in bows. Why do I have one? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it doesn't mean you can't use it. Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> but it, yeah, it's always good to have a to have a ranged weapon, even if you're not proficient in it. Mm -hmm. You know, because sometimes you fight flying things and you don't want to be the one person who can't do anything against it. That's going to be very frustrating. <laughs> it's very weird that druids are not proficient in bow, but okay. All right. Casting Sending again. All right. Bronwyn, this is 88. <laughs> we have checked Gwen's belongings. He does not have the mirror. Did the kobold identify themselves as Gwyn? Or did you simply assume because it was kobold? <laughs> Ran out of words there. Are you a racist? <laughs> oh, 88. <laughs> I know the difference between kobolds but he also used all five names to identify himself and looked just like him so pretty sure it was him check that cuts off <laughs> she claims that the kobold identified themselves as you using all five names. Then I think it's probably gotta be Zori. Did she look like you? No, but she... Didn't she cast Minor Illusion or something like that? She did, yes. There was an illusionary duplicate of her, yeah. Yeah, so there was... There were, she had the ability to 
to make illusions. I don't, what? I don't remember if I, I mean, I think this is a Sean thing that I don't remember, but I don't think I introduced myself by my full name to anyone else in Hokkaido, did I? I don't think so. We didn't talk to a whole lot of people. I don't. But there's also a whole colony of people who probably know your name. Well, do yeah. you think she brought my stuff back to the mountain, and they're all now secret capitalist worshippers? Ooh, that sucks. I can't imagine that would. I mean, that would be directly inimical, inimical to the, to the way our society is is run. Even if one of the clans converted to that to that religion, it wouldn't it wouldn't survive very long. It's a very collectivist nation. Well. Unless they were conquered by the dragon. There are an awful lot of us. And I think I would have. What if there's a new dragon? A bad one. Badder, badder, new. <laughs> Nasty. I, I'm just trying to remember. Sean, I, I'd have to go back and listen. I don't remember if you, when you introduced yourself to shopkeepers or whatever, I don't recall if you used your full name or not. I think the only person I think I probably would have is either the cops or the guy in the the tour guide mm -hmm. so that either i could have done with either one of those but i just don't remember okay. um it's certainly mm -hmm. possible that someone other than zori could have picked it up but picked up my name i mean it's just zori seems like the most likely well I mean, this sucks, but there's nothing we can do about it right now. <clears throat> True. I just don't like the idea of Bronwyn being mad at me. <laughs> well, we'll have to figure something out. Okay. We should return to Hokkaido and attempt to locate your belongings. I want to have a word with someone who's carrying around that mirror, that's for sure. Hmm. And the word is... Seems like a jerk, we should probably kill them. I, that might be a bit much, but what? we can certainly speak with them in a stern tone. We don't want to default to murder. That was pretty bloodthirsty, Brindley. Huh? No. I'm just saying, they probably should be murdered. Again, very bloodthirsty. <clears throat> I'm not disagreeing. I'm just surprised. There's a high uh, probability. <laughs> can I roll insight to be creeped out by? <laughs> no, you, you, pass you, that, you pass that check for free, I think. <laughs> Who might be drifting toward full-on psycho? No. We're not even halfway to psycho, please. <laughs> We're adventurers. We can only talk about murder all the time. <laughs> Hmm. Well, that sucks. Yeah. Oh, there's. Don't we have a third sending? 
You do. I do. Do we have more questions? Yeah. Is there anything else that we want to say? Just tell her you're right. It's probably him. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not me. Did you turn out your pockets? Can we see what's in your pockets? I don't think I have pockets. <laughs> I uh, please t please tell her I'm sorry. Someone's impersonating me. It's not me. Bronwyn, this is eighty-eight. Gwen would like to apologize, but insists he does not have the mirror. I'm not the bad guy. Someone is impersonating him. Also, your message cut off. Where would, where should we check? Uh, Broadwin cuts back in and says, Oh, 88, hello. <laughs> Sorry, didn't mean to cut myself off. Uh, wanted you to check his bag of holding. Um, if not, if it's not him, okay. <laughs> She seemed quick to accept that it is not you. Hey, he left a good impression on her when he visited. I'm not, I'm not a bad guy. <laughs> That's a relief. I don't like some, the idea of someone half a continent away disliking me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd rather it be half, uh, somebody half a continent away impersonating you. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> half a world away, really. Yeah. Hey, continent and a half, right? So, um, is there anything you all would like to do? Yeah, once again, sitting in the carriage awkwardly. How long until you get support? A couple hours, tops. <laughs> what? Alicia and I re recently we rewatched the Mummy. <laughs> <laughs> We've got all the horses. Well, we're on the right side of the river. The hot guy who plays the Bedouin warrior in The Mummy plays Admiral Charles Vance in season three. He's so hot in The Mummy. Nothing else will ever compare. He's drunk. <laughs> I love that girl. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt D&D. &D. That was hilarious. Yeah, I know. I was watching the mom and I was like, this guy looks so familiar. And then it's like, wait, he's 20, he's 20 years older and is in a Star Trek Discovery. Yeah. Also in Burnout. <laughs> I was like, this guy's face is so familiar. <laughs> All right. Well, what are the plans when we get to port? 
Um, I mean, we're here. We may as well go ahead and visit Vodka, right? We will be arriving soon. Yeah. And then in order to get back to Hokkaido, we've got to get the carriage back to Dust Manor. And then we can go to Hokkaido. Yeah. I mean, we can we could leave the carriage, but it's not really an emergency. Yeah. To get to Hokkaido. Just reputational risk for me. That's all. I mean, your reputation with one person. <laughs> well, who knows who else is? I mean, they used my full name and appearance, so. I think my reputation is in serious trouble. There's someone actively impersonating me near where I live. So be like somebody impersonating you in Windhaven. Yeah, they'd be dead, so. <laughs> well, nobody's going to try that. Before the whole exile thing. <clears throat> All right, so um, you make it. Uh, the Thalen uh, um, uh, comes over to you all and says, "All right," or Thana, sorry, uh, comes over to you all and says, uh, "Well, uh, we're uh, we're arriving at the uh, vodka departure point here in about twenty minutes. You want to get your horses and carriage ready? We will do that." Um, we get the horses and carriage. All right, so uh, they uh, uh, drop the sails, weigh anchor, extend the plank down uh, to some. Uh, there's just a little um, kind of a brick ramp that goes into the river. Um, uh, that doesn't really connect to much, but you get the idea that this is well-worn. You see a, kind of a makeshift road with these two wagon ruts in it uh, leading off into the foothills. 88, you recognize this road as one you've been down many times before. Mm -hmm. And uh, they help you get your horses and carriage down the ramp uh, and onto the ground. Uh, Thana says, well, uh, good luck out there. Just uh, maybe remember what I told you. What's she referring to? My brain is mush. Uh, just the, da right the dangers of the adventuring life. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. We talked about multiple things and I forgot all of them. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> thank you for your assistance. Well, thank you for your gold. <laughs> I wave. She waves back at you. I said we're as we're leaving, wave. Yeah. Do you like Nitharan right now or Yes. Okay. <laughs> we'll probably need to get you a disguise that doesn't waste spell slots if you want to save disguise. You don't want to go look around like yourself? Well, I thought it might be weird in that area to look so much like Mm -hmm. I get you. Just didn't want weird stuff to happen. 
Because mm-hmm. <clears throat> we've had a lot of weird stuff happen. There's really always so much you can take. <laughs> well, 88, where are we going? Follow the tracks. I do right. know. I will right. ride up on top with Nithis. Okay. So you ride up on top um, and uh, proceed proceed uh, up the road. Um, after about uh, 20 minutes, you come around on a curve and you see a uh, couple of people on horseback uh, in the middle of the road. And one of them kind of puts a hand up. They're dressed in, uh, looks like a Carthalian tabards, like with the royal colors. Um, they put their hands up, gesturing for you to stop. I've stopped. No, it's not. What's up, gentlemen? They say, uh, well, in time of uh, the, uh, it's war time. Okay. You'd be a real player. <laughs> no, Siri. <laughs> 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 I thought that was all that they were going to say, but I was like. Smart. They say, it's well, in this, in, this t- in this time of war, uh, the, uh, uh, his majesty has put the, um, a uh, tax on the roads. So uh, we're going to need a toll. I'm sorry. Are you telling me that the king of Carthal is trying to tax roads into vodka? You've got that right. Is there going to be a problem with that? Uh, yeah, I'd like to speak to your commanding officer. He looks over at the other guy and the other guy just says, yeah, I'm his commanding officer. What about it? How well fitting are their uniforms? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, roll me a perception check. This is about to lay down on these guys. Uh, Twenty-one. Um. Eighteen. Nineteen. Uh, they're not. They're not very well fitting at all. They're a little. One <laughs> of them's a little too tight. The other one's a little too loose. Um. Also, uh. You are, uh, Brindley, you, you are from um, Carthel. Uh, so you would know that um, uh, the current monarch is a queen. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought too. <laughs> uh, and that also the monarch doesn't have the enforcement to enact tolls. It would be the council of law that would need to be do something like that. So. Also, they're on the wrong side of the fucking river. Right? <laughs> 88, you would know that. Yeah. I'm going to drop my disguised self, kind of creepily lean forward. And I go, that's weird. Carthel has a queen. We kind of look at each other and they say, And then I like kind of smile at him. You've got like pointy teeth now, right? Uh, one of them looks visibly afraid. He's the one that rolled the natural one. <laughs> the other one looks sterner. He's the one that rolled a natural 20. Oh, wow. <laughs> what a strange, yeah, what a strange that yeah. dice rolls those were. Uh, he's just like, King Queen doesn't make a difference. He says, I don't care how ugly you get, you got to pay the toll. And I think it's probably, I think we can probably agree. It's, yeah, I was going to say, I'm yeah. going to yeah. it's, probably, it's, it's probably initiative time, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Do, 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 do. Damn it. 
No. Crap sticks. Gwen is still in the cart. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'll get you up here in the map just in a second. Um, We're going to use the map. So yeah, if you're not in roll 20, go ahead and... Yay! I like using the map. Fighting is a thing I know how to do. Better than talking. Hmm. (laughs) Or thinking about game stuff. (laughs) Your cleric is out of third level spells, so try not to die. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, unless they got something hidden, which I'm not discounting, we should be okay. Uh, the fact that Chris is making us fight two people, there's probably more than two people. Oh. This is where those two hill giants pop back up again. Four shadow. <laughs> <laughs> you pay taxes. Urgh. Just whatever he didn't get to use on his random. <laughs> I mean, that's the real secret of DMing. <laughs> yeah. Just recycle everything. Oh, sorry, roll 20 crashed on me. Uh, oh, no. Oh, no. So I'm just waiting for it to finish reloading. Yeah. Three, three uh, dire wolves, two hill giants, and. <laughs> ah, you fought the dire wolves. Hello, <laughs> oh, everyone. Oh, you know, some vampires. Um, <laughs> what else? No, you don't want to be held. Some more ghosts. Uh... Okay, I'm sorry. I'm mad. <laughs> There we go, it's close enough. All right. All right, you're, you're gonna get the the uh, video game experience here of watching your characters load in one by one. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, this is like a video game from like 1998. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you can move your characters. I know that was, I think that was an issue last time. I cannot. I cannot either. Um, are they on the map, map layer again? They are. That's what happened last time. Hi, oh, Chris. It's okay. You want to use the other? Yep, I, I just realized <laughs> as I put it out there. Ooh. New Brindley. Hmm? New Brindley is cute. She is. Apparently she's not right. All the more reason to kill these guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wanted to murder somebody. Here we go. We're good. <laughs> I only murder per- people who I think deserve it. That's a... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's certainly a... a, a th- um, uh, um, uh, philosophy there. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sort of guys here. No, I'm under the carriage. <laughs> I'm just gonna move the carriage to the map because let's be real. And we're going and get going anywhere. Which one's the jerk? Uh let's say the one that's closer to you guys is the jerk who's not afraid of you. Okay. Good to know. What are those icons? What icons? Quoi? The bad guys? Yeah, those oh, are bad guys. Okay, sorry. I was expecting like a red circle. Or or like an image or something. And oh, it's just the top of their heads. Yeah. Yeah, it's just the, it's the top down thing that will throw everyone put in their initiative. Uh, no, our things aren't there. Not there. Oh, oh, these aren't the right ones. Okay. Yeah, it's roll 20. It's got some. Quirks. There we go. Oh, where are these guys go at? What's my initiative? All right. Who's up first? Gwen, what'd you get in your initiative roll? There we go. All right. Also, right. right. y'all need to be in the carriage. Oh, yeah. Move yourself into the carriage. <laughs> yeah. I was in the top list. Miss this. Um, I'm going to use my action to cause my tattoo to extrude an inky, inky tendrils which reach through a creature I can see within 15 feet. So the jackass has to make a DC 14, which he'll probably use, or he'll probably make, but I look really creepy right now. <laughs> yeah. Something came off your arm and reached out to him. That would so that both would of them. It's both the guys. No, just the apple. Just okay. the one who rolled the twenty. Uh, natural one on that. Yeah. All right. That's two natural ones I rolled with that die, so it's going into the timeout chamber. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? We have advantage on it. Why would he? You rolled twice. You just rolled once. Oh, the one. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, the one previously. All right, so he is grappled, and he takes 3d6 damage. <laughs> grappled and torn to ribbons. So that's 11 points of damage. And do these guys look like they're going to give me a lot of trouble? Yeah, I'd have to roll inside on that. <laughs> I mean, right now, they just look like two guys on horses that kind of look like the king's colors. All right, well, I'll, I'll be done then. I'm not ready to waste a spell slot on these guys yet. Oh, oh, oh! I do have a bonus action. Flame blade! <laughs> ah, there you go. All right, so uh, 
Yeah, the one that looks scared looks extra scared. The one that doesn't look scared looks like he's grappled by your weird shadow arm. So <laughs> off to a good start for you all. Uh, puts up 88. Uh, I am going to reach out towards the dude that is grappled. And as I do, my holy symbol flares a bright burning red and I cast heat metal on his armor. <laughs> all right, what's that do? He, he immediately takes six points of fire damage mm -hmm. and he needs to make a constitution saving throw as his armor glows red hot. Yeah, we did not come to play. Uh, 15. What's my spell save? 16. So he has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks until the start of my next turn. Okay, so he's just he's just being held up kind of like if you get off the ground, his armor turns red hot and he just starts screaming in pain. Uh, <laughs> I suggest you leave. As he does that, he kind of uh, shakes his head uh, and just his face kind of transforms from a human to something a little more amphibian. It's got like these spikes that stick out of the chin, uh, big bulbous kind of eyes with uh, yellow irises, long wet black hair. Um, and he um, is just gonna say, uh, any time now. Um, and he is grappled. Uh, he's going to pluck one of the spines out from his chin and throw it at you, Nithis. Uh, AC 17? Oh, I think that gets me. Uh, yeah, that gets me. So you know you're harder to get than most sorcerers. But... So you take uh, four points of piercing damage. And 16 poison damage. Oh my god. That's 20 points of damage. <laughs> oh wait, he had disadvantage in his attack because the hell hot armor. Yep. Sorry, I forgot that. So very happy uh, with that. 14. Miss motherfucker! Alright, so he he goes to throw the the uh, spine at you uh, and just the, the sizzle of it just kind of jerks his arm at the last minute and it goes wide and you just get you see you see a gleam of poison on it as it shoots by you and you're probably like oh man glad that didn't hit me <laughs> uh the other one is going to shake out of uh his his form too uh he's also one of these weird creatures um and he's going to charge the thing he's afraid of because if you're afraid of something, you should cut it down. Uh, and he draws, uh, he, he, uh, uh, he draws a sickly uh, serrated and curved blade from his back um, that looks uh, less metal and more biological in origin. Um, and he's going to attack you, Brindley, twice. They probably both hit. Uh, 11, I think, no. will miss. And 22 will definitely yes. hit. Uh, all right, so you're going to take uh, four piercing uh, and 14 poison. 
responsibility? Um, as you just feel this sickly poison uh, enter your bloodstream. Uh, and the uh, thing he was saying any time now to happens to be this tree, which starts walking. <laughs> um, and uh, the branches kind of form into arms and it is going to attack Nithis. Uh, as you see this giant int like creature oh, uh, no. coming towards you. Um, um, just a second. Uh, I lost my stat block here for this guy. Remember, he's very slow. Mm -hmm. Don't be hasty. There he is. Um, and he is going to slam into you with his wooden fists. Um, oh. Jeez, oh, you no. are so lucky. Uh, 13 to 13. Nice. They they miss you, but yeah, they kind of kind of glance off the side of the carriage, which you're annoyed at because you just fixed. Just fix that, motherfucker. Gwen, you're up. <coughs> um. All right. Well, I think I'm just going to be direct, and I think I'm going to pop down here. And I will hit this guy. Mm -hmm. Hopefully a lot. Uh, 28 to hit and 29 to hit. Yep, both will hit. <laughs> um, and I will do that. Oh, that sucks. I will do a divine smite if I can find the rules for it. No. Where's the D8, Sean? There we go. So he takes, from the first attack, he takes 10 physical damage and 7 radiant damage. Okay. And then the second attack, uh, 13 physical damage, and I'll just leave it at that for now. Okay, so 30 total. Yes. He's looking pretty hurt by that. Good. Brindley? Um, I'm going to glare at the guy in front of me, and then bonus action misty step over here. Mm-hmm. Nice. And then I'm going to hex this guy. Oh, wait, no, I can't do that. I already used my bonus action. I'm going to fourth level blight the guy who called me. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Did not come to play. <laughs> Noise. All right. So he has to make a con save. Um, yeah, just roll damage. I'm pretty, <laughs> sure, pretty sure, regardless of the result, the end result. Oh, the that's not that great. 28. Oh, okay. So it is actually important. Uh, uh, so con save. 
Um, yeah. 15. Oh, no, it doesn't save. Okay, well, uh, you suck the life out of him and his withered corpse falls to the ground. Yeah. He's ugly now, fucker. <laughs> uh, the red X. I'm so glad the red X is back. Nithis. Um, can I move here between the two? Sure. Okay. So uh, you will provoke unless you're using your fly thing. Oh no, I didn't want to use my fly thing. I'll provoke from this guy. Yep. From... Mm. I'm I've been lucky. I'll I'll take the provoke. All right, he's going to use it. Uh, he swings his strange, gross-looking sword at you. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, fifteen. Miss. All right. You okay. Get away, you get away with it. <laughs> As I cross through this square right here, I'm going to attack the tree with my flame blade. Mm-hmm. So that is a uh, fucking 29 to hit. Yes, that will hit. I assume. Uh, so he takes uh, 12 points of damage from that. That's fire damage. Uh huh. All right. He takes seems to, it seems to be extra effective against him. Nice. All right. And then I'm going to cast Fireball here. Oh, wait. Hold on. Here? Mm -hmm. I'll get just the tree in the 20. Um, so the tree has to make a D C 18. Well, yeah. you get a three. So. <laughs> so. He, he ro he, well, let me say, he rolled a four, <laughs> but he ended with a three. 25 points of damage. All I think right. we should probably say goodbye to this tree. Uh, no, he's still up. Oh, no. He's not even bloodied yet, but that was a lot of damage. Right. Oh, also, I, I used my um, sorcerer points to do that. Uh, the leaves, like, just like all the leaves in his canopy start to burn off. Um, anything else? Uh, no, that's it. Action bonus, action move. All right. Uh, 88. Uh, and he is going to strike his scimitar blade against his arm, cast uh, Searing Smite. So the blade ignites in fire. He's going to hop off and uh, swing at the tree thing. Mm -hmm. Scimitar attack. 16 to hit. Uh, that will hit. Coolio. That is... 10 slashing plus five fire and the tree is now on fire <laughs> and I will expend a uh, superiority die to do distracting strike <coughs> for an additional Five points of damage. <laughs> Look, squirrels. So the next attack uh, against the tree by someone other than me will have advantage. Mm -hmm. And I will action surge and attack it again. Mm -hmm. uh, 23 hits. Oh, yes. So an additional 12 points of slashing damage. Okay. That is it for my turn. 
Uh, this tree is definitely, it's just sap everywhere leaking out of it. <laughs> it's bark singed. Uh, this guy, the one remaining guy in the ground just goes, uh, Terry, avocado, Terry, avocado. <laughs> is that his safe word? <laughs> uh, and the tree bends over Gwen and picks this guy up off the ground and puts him in his branches. Uh, and they start beating a retreat, uh, provoking <laughs> from you two. I'm going to let him run away. I'm going to let him run away. All right. So they, the tree stomps off, carrying this guy up this hill. Uh, does anybody want to do any range things, or are you just going to let him go? Um, how far away did they get before it's my turn? Oh, not, not nearly that far. Um, let me put them back. Uh, so he started here, I think, uh, not here. So he gets, uh, that far. Alrighty. I move, oops, wrong thing, over to here. Mm -hmm. And I bite the end. He has disadvantage. Yep. You bite it? Light. Light. Blight. Okay. I was like, that's uh, a big move for such a small body. Well, that blight uh, really, or that disadvantage really paid off. Uh, it got a 17 and a 3. So. Nice. So it fails. It's 35 damage. <laughs> um, all right. So it. Uh, Oh, Gwen, did you want to do anything on your turn? Sorry, I skipped you. No, no, I, I'll I'll let it go as well. All right. So the uh, the life sucks out of the tree; uh, it dies. Uh, this guy falls out of its branches and takes some damage. Uh, it take more damage than that, but it's dead. So it's fine. What's that? I was just saying, blight deals maximum damage to plant. Creatures. Oh yeah. That's so, true. but it's dead, so it doesn't matter. Uh, and then that guy had two hit points left, uh, and the fall out of the tree kills him. So he just falls <laughs> and breaks his neck. Okay. Wow. Well, welcome to Vaca. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to walk up and examine this creature. Yep. See if I can figure I'm out what look it is. For coin on the guys that we killed. Loot. Loot the corpses. All right. So you, uh, idiot, you go up and examine. Roll me a nature check. Uh, who's gonna Who's gonna do what to what corpse? Um, I guess the uh, one that I'm closer to, the jerk. I'm going to loot him. Okay. Uh, you find seven gold pieces. Uh, he's also carrying a longbow and a quiver of arrows. Uh, who's looting the other body, Gwen? Or I mean, I suppose I'll go over and and look um, at it. Yeah, uh, he's got ten gold pieces on him, uh, like uh, this weird curved sword that is slimy to the touch. Uh, a longbow, some arrows. Uh, their horses ran off. I forgot about the horses. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask about those, but I, I forgot to put, I forgot to put them on the map. But yeah, they they ran off the first sign of trouble. Uh, 
Um, 88, what'd you get on your nature check? Five. You have no idea. Uh, you've been to Vodka plenty of times. You've, you've never seen creatures that look like this before. They're not any race that you're familiar with. Am I familiar with it? Yeah, can I um, roll? Yeah, roll me nature. Nope, I got a 10. 20, 22. Oh, 17. Brindley, you can say pretty definitively that um, you've never heard of creatures like this, but you've also never seen them in books, never heard accounts of them. They're something new and weird. And that's both of the tree and the... No, the tree and the tree and... Oh, okay. So these amphibian guys are just new. <laughs> mm -hmm. These weird shape-shifting amphibian guys, yes. Do you think that if, are, are there wizards or learned people in Vodka? There may be someone who would know what these creatures are. If that so is if what we you're brought asking. them ahead, they might be able to identify it. How far are we from Vodka? Um, let's go to the map. <laughs> let's go to the map. Uh, let's see. You are right at the front of the river. Uh, you're like a day a day away. We could perhaps take one of the bodies with us. I'm gonna hold. I'll stick the slimy sword in my bag of holding. I assume it has a scabbard. No. Oh, it doesn't. It's part of his body. You could wrap it in some cloth. You yeah. Touch it. Does Maybe he have... Put it in your bag. Does it's, he have a cloak or something? Does he have a cloak? Yeah. Uh, you mean he's got the um, like they got like the 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 guy yeah, they have the king's outfit, so there's cloaks on there. Yeah. Okay, I'll just wrap it in the cloak and stick it in the wagon or uh, carriage. Because mm -hmm. that might help. Identify these um, as you wrap it in the cloak. Uh, whatever's on it starts to eat through the cloak. I don't think we're taking that with us. Can't just leave it here. Yeah, it's like a <laughs> I don't know something deadly, just laying in the ground. Can I see that? Sure. I want to poke one of the lizard guys with the sword and see if it starts eating at them or if they're just no doesn't doesn't eat them. Um, uh, um, but as you, how long do you hold it for? Like five, six, seven seconds. Um, yeah, you, yeah. And same with you, Gwen. When you like hand it off to like, it's just a little sticky when you hand it off, and you've got this like gunk on your hands. Um, Does it feel? Uh, and when you like wash your hands off uh, in the river. Like you can see that there's like some minor chemical burns on your hands where it was. My goodness. Eesh. Yeah, we well, certainly don't want to leave this thing laying around. If I flip this guy, is he back <clears throat> up or face up? Uh, right now he's, let's say he's face up. If I flip him over, is there like a convenient spot on his body that I could slide this back into? <laughs> no. There's not, there's not like a sword shaped. Uh, <laughs> gap in his body <laughs> you um you get the idea that it probably just stuck on his back through the adhesion of this like his body is also covered in a similar material yeah 
Is he wearing pants? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna try and like stick the tip kind of under his belt and try to stick the top to it, back of the rest of it to his back. Okay. Oh. Just in case you know the stickiness on him goes away when he's dead. So we'll take the one that is that fell and broke his neck. That's not withered up. Yeah. Wrap <laughs> him up in, in cloaks. Put him on the back of the carriage. All right. Uh, you do that. Uh, and, and then start to head back to vodka with the uh, with the sun bearing down on you on this corpse on the back of your carriage. Uh, the smell begins almost immediately. Um, uh, but we'll deal with that next time <laughs> on Dungeons and Dragons. Actually, if once I get a little whiff of a smell. Mm-hmm. Um, you have gentle repose? Yeah, I'll cast gentle repose on it. Hmm. There you go. There you go. Now it just smells of pine. Someone put an air freshener in the uh... <laughs> All right, we'll pick up there back up there next time. Next time we will hopefully get the vodka. So cool. Is it still the twenty eighth of Sylvian? Uh yes. Yes. Interesting. Tomorrow is Rune Boggle Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That big in vodka is there going to be a. a it's not ums. There's no huge thing. But. but you aren't. Unfortunately, you're not going to make it the vodka in time for Rune Boggle Day. No. Oh. You, might, you might catch the tail end of it. It probably they probably party pretty hard there in the Rune Boggle late into the evening. <laughs> the gnome rave. <laughs> <laughs> I don't make that sound. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, uh, everyone good for next week? Yes. Yep. All right. Well, I will see you all then. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.